Welcome to the Payfac Embedded Payments Podcast, brought to you by Payrix. As payments and software experts that eat, sleep, and breathe embedded payments, we're as passionate about you as you are about your customers. Each podcast episode will provide insights about embedded payments designed to help you fuel the transformation and growth of your software business. You'll learn from industry experts, Payrix customers, and leaders on the Payrix team about the latest trends, best practices, and real-world guidance from payments experts to help you take your software platform higher. Welcome to the Payfac Embedded Payments Podcast, brought to you by Payrix. I'm your host, Bob Butler, and today I'm going to be talking with Demi Horvat, the VP of Growth for Serent Capital about the value a seamless checkout experience adds to your SaaS businesses and how it can help you attract additional investment. Hi, Demi. Welcome to the show. Hi, Bob. Thanks so much for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about Serent Capital, your role, and your professional background? Absolutely. Serent is a middle market private equity firm that invests primarily in vertically focused bootstrap technology and software businesses from about 5 to $100 million in ARR. And we're pretty unique in that we focus very heavily on business building. So as you mentioned, I'm on our growth team. And that team works very closely with our portfolio companies to drive initiatives like sales, marketing, org building, and payments, which of course we're talking about today. And a little bit more about myself. You mentioned already I'm a vice president on the growth team. I started my career in consulting at the Boston Consulting Group in New York and then went over to Jet.com, which was an e-commerce platform that was acquired by Walmart. And I managed a category there across Jet.com and Walmart.com. Then went to business school at Stanford and joined Sarent a little bit over a year ago. Well, it's been great working with you while you've been with Sarent. And so it's really great to have you here again on the show today. So if you think about the private equity space, what drives PE companies to invest in SaaS companies, ISVs, et cetera? Investors love software. And I think there are a lot of reasons. But the most fundamental one that jumps out is just that software businesses are really nice because you get to build it once and then you sell it many times. And that's efficient. And what that means is that you have a very low incremental cost to sell to each additional customer. And consequently, your margins expand as you scale the business. And we're in the business of helping those types of businesses to grow. And then to get a little bit further into detail, at Serent, we really focus on investing in vertical SaaS businesses, meaning they're just focused on a particular industry, and also system of record software businesses. And that just means that the software is the essential backbone for a particular business process. The reason that we like those things is that in vertical software, you tend to have really high product market fit since your software is meeting the very unique needs in a particular vertical. So you're not trying to be everything to everyone. You're kind of purpose-built to serve the needs of a particular industry. And that translates into very high recurrence and high retention businesses. And that means very high customer lifetime value. And then on the system of record side, These businesses, since they're that mission-critical software to running a particular type of business, are very resilient. And we've seen that during COVID. If you're a system of record, since you're so essential to being able to run a business, they're not the software that a customer would decide they don't need anymore. They're pretty critical and pretty sticky. 
And then lastly, I would say a system of record, since it's that kind of central piece of how customers run their business, puts you in a really great position to offer other integrated products like embedded payments. And since we have such heavy involvement from our growth team, that's very attractive for us. When a PE company is out in the market scouting companies, what do you look for from an acquisition perspective? Different private equity firms, of course, have pretty different strategies, but I can speak to what we're looking for at Serent. It's really exciting for me because at Serent, we're really investing in good businesses. We're not doing a turnaround where we're trying to cut a bunch of costs. We're typically very focused on the growth side. And to tell you a little bit more about that, we're usually looking for companies that have very strong fundamentals. And when I say strong fundamentals, what that means to us is high retention, growing, great products, happy customers, happy employees, and competitive differentiation. I know that's a lot to ask for. That's why we look at a lot of companies. And then room to grow to us means large addressable markets where the company has a really strong starting position, but there's still more greenfield for them to go after. And then the last piece around our positioning to help deliver that growth. I know we've spoken about how closely we partner with companies, but anytime we look at a potential investment, we're identifying three to five key initiatives where our growth team is going to engage with management to drive that impact. So we're making investments where based on the knowledge that we have on this team and the type of partnership that we have with executives, we think we're the right investors to work with that company. And hopefully they think the same thing and choose to take investment from us. Demi, I know that Serent is particularly involved in investing in companies where there's a payments opportunity. What can SaaS companies do to prepare themselves for their embedded payments journey? And what should they expect in general? I'm really glad that you asked that question. I think it's an important one and one that we spend a lot of time with our portfolio companies thinking through and coming up with a strategy for. I think the two things that jump out to me are first and foremost, I think every company that's considering doing embedded payments should really hone in on what the value prop is to their customer for why that customer should go with them for their payment solution rather than with someone else. And we can get into more detail of what some of those things might look like. But really, I think it ends up being what the value of the integration with that core software is and what workflow benefits the customer gets from going with that integrated solution rather than with a different solution. And then secondly, I think one of the things that we've learned after having done this a few times is if you're planning to do embedded payments, you have to make it a corporate priority. We've really never regretted bringing in payments leadership early on in the process so that there's a clear responsibility for who's growing the business. And there are a bunch of things that you need to consider around how payments links up with the rest of the organization that that person can own. And there really has to be someone who's clearly responsible for it. As an example, you need to figure out how you're going to build payments into the new logo sale to make sure that you're attaching new customers to your payment solution. You have to figure out how you're going to cross-sell to your existing customers and how you're going to structure those conversations, who's going to actually be reaching out to them, whether it's an account management function or if that's a responsibility on your sales team. And then lastly, you just need someone who's doing that day-to-day optimization and management of the business. And that is a material amount of work. And we think having the right talent in place is really important. I think that having that institutional commitment to doing embedded payments 
ends up being the differentiator between getting a trickle of referral revenue, which we see at a ton of companies, and being able to build a really meaningful revenue stream. Makes a ton of sense. Can you give us some insights on how payment monetization can really help drive a superior experience for the software companies and users while driving real value all the way around? So I'll start with the one that's probably pretty obvious, how payments monetization drives value for companies and investors. You probably could have guessed this, or it's probably evident. But payments can be a really big revenue stream and payments companies command very high exit multiples. And that ends up being really great for software companies and investors. On the customer side, I think integrated payments offers a far better experience across a few different dimensions. The first one is workflow benefits, which I mentioned a little bit earlier. But integrating that software and payments means that you can streamline certain workflows that end up saving customers a lot of time by automating things that they otherwise would have to do manually. A really simple example of what that might look like is that instead of having to manually reconcile payments, your integrated solution does that in an automated manner and it saves the company a lot of time and kind of tedious labor that they would be happy to no longer have to do. And when you can do that type of thing for customers, it makes them very happy, which makes them sticky which of course leads to higher customer lifetime value and everyone in the ecosystem benefits from that. The second thing that I would call out is that you're very well positioned, especially in vertical SaaS, which is what we focus on, to offer industry-specific functionality. So what I mean by that is that with your integrated solution, you might be able to offer functionality that a horizontal payments partner couldn't or wouldn't want to offer because it wouldn't be applicable to their entire customer base. And I realize that sounds kind of amorphous. So an example of what that could look like would be something like recurring payments. So recurring payments might be really important for some industries and not important for other industries. If recurring payments are important in your industry and you're building a integrated payment solution, It would be the kind of product feature that you want to make sure works really well, is very easy to use, and that's a competitive differentiator versus what other folks in the market are doing. And then the last thing that I would call out is probably one that doesn't come up when you think about it initially, but that we have discovered is a lot more important to customers than we originally realized. And that's that there's a lot of opacity in payments and software companies actually can offer a lot of value to their customers just by having a trusted solution since they're already a trusted partner that has straightforward pricing so the customers actually understand what they're going to be paying and what they're getting from the product. And we've found over time that that can actually end up being more important to customers than getting the absolute lowest costs for payments acceptance. Yeah, I think transparency is always key. That's an amazing point that you made. Well, Demi, any final thoughts you'd like to leave the audience today? Not that I can think of, other than that it has been a real pleasure working with your team at Payrix. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show. Demi, thank you for being on the show. I know we are both big believers in sharing knowledge and experience, so we really appreciate you joining us today. In partnership with Serent Capital, I know we both want to be a trusted resource for software providers who are out there trying to make sense of embedded payments and payback and to help them get educated 
on the things they need to make the business decisions their customers and investors will thank them for. Thank you for joining us today on the Payfac Embedded Payments Podcast, brought to you by Payrix. For more information about embedded payments, subscribe to our show at payrix.com slash podcasts. 